0: From Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN, and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80.
1: Pray for my mentions. That's all I can say. ESPN Radio has put out my take from Hour one that you can't trust AD which may mean I'm just dug in on trolling Lakers fans for the rest of the playoff. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but I'm still going to stand by it. Anthony Davis carried the Lakers to a game one win. This question is, is that what it's going to take to win the series? Fitz and Harry on ESPN radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz were presented by progressive insurance. And look, it was a night for the ages for AD. 30 points. 23 boards, Harry, like there is nothing that can be said about AD that isn't positive today when it comes to his performance last night. He single-handedly put the Lakers on his back and went out there and said, we will win this. You can't stop me. It was a
2: great performance. Well, yeah, he was a force in the paint. He was a force, you know, in the mid-range game. Uh, got to the free throw line frequently, but he also was a force on the defensive end. He had four blocks, and that's not even counting how many you know shots he altered in the paint by the Golden State Warriors. So his presence was felt top to bottom. He was so consistent, and I'm using that word purposely. He was so consistent in that game last night to the point of where I would say the Lakers basically you know rolled his coattail. Now, the other guys stepped up and made their plays. But everything went through Anthony Davis, and he showed up in a big way for the Lakers. And the reason why I used the word he was consistent last night is that what Anthony Davis are we going to get in game two? Is he going to be able to be consistent throughout this entire series? And I think that's the chess piece right now. That's what everyone's trying to figure out because we don't know at the moment. We know Anthony Davis can be great. We know Anthony Davis can be dominant. We know Anthony Davis can put his stamp on a basketball game, but can he do it in a basketball series and be that guy more times than not for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers?
1: This is what LeBron had to say at the press conference afterwards, specifically about AD's performance.
3: The Lakers franchise over the years, over the course of their uh, existence, has always had dominant um, big men, dominant guys that have been a force at the rim. And um, you know that's why that's why their jerseys are in the rafters, um, and Ad will be up there when he's done playing, and and uh, you know the number three will be up in the rafters, and he uh, continues to show uh, why um, he's one of the best players that we have in this league.
1: Far cry. I mean, look, I, I understand. Hold the on con- now.
2: Well, he said Anthony Davis' number is going to be in the rafters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And he doesn't mean like he's going to be standing up there hanging out with everybody else in the Raptors looking at la- Raptors looking at him. He means like the jersey's actually going to be
2: retired. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, again, I'll I mean, go back to this. 31. I mean, am, am I crazy or like do, do you feel the same way? There's no chance. Well, right I, I want to get Evan and Devin in on this because I, I want to make sure I'm not crazy now. Like y'all think when Anthony Davis is, is done playing that he's, his number's going to be in the Raptors?
4: Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, oh, okay. I, I, he's already got one title for the Lakers, and I know a lot of people like, will say it's a bubble title. Lakers fans and the Lakers organization doesn't feel that way. I think if AD, all he needs like, is one more title with the Lakers, yeah, I do think well, that he will. Well, the he, reason I why... think he has a very, very good chance to have his number retired by the Lakers. It's not how we feel on the outside about Anthony Davis. It's how the Lakers organization has felt about him. And if they win another title with him, and that's two with him, and he's got a long runway, he's still healthy and young, yeah, I think Anthony Davis could have his number retired. I don't think that's crazy. I, I'm just... I, Devin, are I, I'm,
2: we I'm missing dumbfounded something? by like, that one, because, because you know, when I think of Laker great big men, I think of dominance on a consistent basis. I think You know, can't be stopped. There's no questions about consistency. Like that. That's what I think about when I think about Lakers greats when it comes to big men. Well,
1: and and I'm I'm looking at this just trying to figure out. I mean, if the argument is two titles, well, then what what are we doing with Robert Horry? What are we doing with Derek Fisher? Like, there are plenty of Lakers that won multiple titles. Like when you look at the list of retired numbers for the Lakers, I pulled it up here from NBA.com. You got Kobe, Wilt. Paul Gasol, Elgin Baylor, Gail Goodrich, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaq, James Worthy, Jerry West, Jamal
2: Wilkes, and George Mikan.
1: Something doesn't something doesn't fit.
2: Something doesn't fit in that category and for me it's Anthony
4: Davis. I see I think Anthony Davis has the exact same in the same conversation as Paul Gasol. Here's the the second guy on two championship teams remember Pau Gasol got there. They won two titles with Kobe as the leading scorer, with Kobe as the leader of that team. Like, Anthony Davis, to me, is in that same conversation as Pau. Also, like, if Anthony Davis, they go on a run here and he wins finals MVP. Like
2: I mean, damn, Pau they- actually played games, though.
4: Like, but Anthony Davis is playing games now at the highest level. Is, that, is and he? that's what he did in the bubble. Not
2: on a consistent basis.
4: Yeah, like
1: he's not. Nobody's sitting here. Like, again, I'll pull the numbers. thirty, The last five playoff games for Anthony Davis: 31, 12, 31, 16, 30. I, like you're telling me, retire his number in the rafters? Like this is just it's this not, is LeBron
4: blowing smoke. But it's not how you guys feel about him. It's how the Lakers organization. Well, but but feels that's about Derek, a big.
2: That's my point. I think Laker greats and Laker Nation would feel the same way that yeah, we feel
1: it. Derek Fisher won five titles with the Lakers. His number is not retired. Like, I, I, if we're just talking about that. Ron Harper won two titles with the Lakers. Was numbers De- not retired. Those Michael guys- Cooper won one, two, three, four, five titles with the Lakers. Numbers not retired. Were
4: those guys ever the best player on the Lakers when they won those titles? No. Anthony Davis, if they win this year, we've all discussed it, if they win this year, it's because Anthony Davis is the best player on the team. If they win a title and he's the best player on the team, yeah, his number's going to the top of crypto. He's only does the he, best does, player every the night
2: on. this can, year. Can I, can can I ask y'all a question? Does Anthony Davis ha- have any finals uh, MVPs?
4: If, I, I said if he gets one this year. <laughs> Guys, I do
1: think the Pau Gasol one is, is a good comparison. AD, with in his time with the
2: Lakers, that, more points, but that, more rebounds. That was rebounds. Kobe's endorsement. That's Kobe's endorsement. And
4: this is Anthony. Davis, that was LeBron's endorsement. Can we listen? Okay, you still got people
2: that, that are Laker fans LeBron that question LeBron's deal. You still, you're, you're still got Lakers fans that will it. tell you
1: that Le- LeBron won't be on the Mount Rushmore of Lakers when he he's won't. done. Right, so like LeBron's yeah, so that's endorsement my, that's our with point. the organization <laughs> does not carry the same weight that Kobe's endorsement does with the organization. Kobe is on the, the Mount Rushmore of Lakers. LeBron is not. Yeah, but now we're doing this. Before we were talking about the stats and the and the titles, and now we're talking about endorsements. know I, I, no, but that—that's because that was the other angle on what we're talking about. A, a guy
2: in Paul Gasol who who played frequently and often. We're talking about a guy in Anthony Davis that we on every sports show this morning. You want to know what a lot of most of the sports shows are talking about? Can Anthony Davis do it again? Can he be dominant? We don't know if he can do it. And we talking about putting his numbers in the rafters? Yeah, but wouldn't you? For the really, Lakers? I
1: mean, we're talking about th- they need to win the the title, right, for it to even be a consideration. But if Harry, you've been saying all along, if the Lakers win a title, it's not because of LeBron, it's because of AD. So if they win a title, you're kind of you, do you not think be, if Anthony Davis is the main catalyst for a championship run, he's not going to get retired in, in the I rafters? Yeah, I don't think. Can so. I, can I, I break some news? Take.
2: Can I break news for y'all? Let's not forget you have two teams over there in the East. Number one in the Philadelphia 76ers that have a big that won the MVP. If they happen to get to the finals and the Lakers happen to get there as well, let's see if Anthony Davis can outplay Joel Embiid. Also, I want to see how he does against Robert Williams and Al Horford as well. But, if the Boston Celtics, but make that, it. but that's what they're saying is that We're if not, he wins yeah. a
1: title, that his number, which would mean inevitably to have won a title, he would have to have gone through this. That's not series. what LeBron.
2: That's not what LeBron just said. Well, LeBron's
1: saying by the time it's all said and done. So, But yeah. what, what Evan and Devin are saying right here is that if he wins a title, then yes, his, he would have his number retired – but to win that title, he would have to get through this version of Golden State. He'd have to get through either KD and the Suns, or he'd have to get through uh, the, the the Joker. And then he would have to get through what you just outlined in the East. Like, he would have to get through a lot to do it. And my thing is that I don't See, think it's just I was, just fo- I was focusing I he would on have to right go now. in, and he would <laughs> have to be dominant. Like, he would have to actually go in and be the reason. Right now, Anthony Davis, to me, is wildly inconsistent. I don't think that is a hot take. Like, again, Anthony Davis was incredible last night. But how many times this year have we said, boy, Anthony Davis had a great game last night, and then you come in the next night. I mean, we had an argument, not an argument, we had a discussion on this show in the first round. If there was a night that LeBron just told him, eh, ah, against the Grizzlies, yeah. Dial it back, this one. We need you more in the next game. Like that's where we are with AD. It's not just inconsistent production; it's inconsistent effort that to me makes like if you're talking about retiring the number with one of the two most prestigious franchises in all of NBA history, you can't have inconsistent effort and get your number retired. In my mind, like that. Lakers fans can tell us if we're wrong. Like if I've lost my damn mind, I'll listen to this all day, every day from y'all. Lakers fans, let us know. Triple Eight say ESPN. 888-729-3776. 888-729-3776. Hit us up, Lakers fans, NBA diehards. Do you think AD, if they go through this run, uh, is somebody that would have his number retired? Even more importantly, is AD actually, we've been saying the whole time that AD is the reason they'll win a championship. Are we right? Is it just AD, or is LeBron going to have to come up big? You guys, give us your thoughts on the Lakers. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 729 We'll take your calls next on Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
0: Fitz and Harry, the
2: podcast.
1: LeBron. Good. Lakers with their biggest lead of the night. 14 points. 112-98. to Here is D'Angelo Russell to the rim. Puts it up and in. Lakers by two. The Lakers get what they came for. Game one
3: and seize home court against a Warriors team that has not been good on the road this year. We were able to get one in game one, but like I said, we haven't done anything.
1: Sometimes the most fun is the unexpected arguments that come along the way. As we were breaking down Anthony Davis's incredible performance last night, LeBron made the comment in his post-game press conference afterwards that this is part of why AD's name or his number, I should say, will eventually be in the rafters. It's created a heated debate here on whether there's been any body of work that would actually justify that. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We told you guys, call in. Is AD, is his number going up in the rafters? You guys have lit up the phone lines. It's 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. Harry, one thing before we get to the calls. we get to them real quick. But you said something during the break. I think we both echo. And that is, I think, and I think you agree with this, it's tougher to get your number in the rafters for the Lakers than it is to get in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Like, we are su- saying this not because we necessarily disrespect AD. I think because you and I both have so much respect for what it means to have your number retired hired specifically by
2: the Lakers. No, 100% Fitch. When you look at people like Kareem, Will, you look at Wordy, you look at Kobe, you look at Shaq, and the list goes Magic Johnson, the list goes on and on and on again, I think it's tougher to get Lakers Nation to accept you and also have your numbers in the rafters and be in the Laker uh, Hall of Fame or whatnot than it is to get into the Basketball Hall of Fame. So, I just really do because this organization, you know, the standard is a standard, and that won't be compromised for anybody.
1: Let's see what the callers think. We'll start with Corey in Toledo. Corey, thanks for calling, Fitz and Harry. Man, what do you got?
0: Hey, man, how y'all doing, man? Every day, I, I, first off, I want to let y'all know y'all got the best show going. Man, I, every thank day you. on my way to work, I, I listen to y'all do y'all. Y'all get me going before I go in. Harry, you were a beast on that field for the Falcons. I remember you, bro. Appreciate so I just wanted you, to let y'all know. I love that you added him in about the Pau Gasol because that's what I look at A.D., but I look at A.D. as a Pau Gasol a little bit better than Powell. And let me tell you, I agree with y'all about it's harder to get the, your number in the Raptors with the Lakers, but the Lakers' lore, as myself, we believe that when you do it in the playoffs, when the lights are on and, and they're shining the brights and everybody's watching you, that's when it counts the most. So I, I feel like A.D., is earning his way there. Now, his health, I agree with y'all. His health is not nothing to write home about. But when the lights are shining the brightest, those games y'all named, the in-between games, Fitz, you kind of went, you didn't give any context with that. He also dominated those games with rebounds, blocks, things that he wasn't doing along the regular season or in the last time we were in the bubble. He scored in the bubble, but he wasn't defensively dominant like this. So what do y'all, what's y'all take on that?
1: And that's a fair point. Look, there is more to, to basketball than just scoring. Uh, the efficiency numbers, I think, are pretty drastic. But you're right. Uh, AD has been a consistent presence around the boards. There have been a couple of games where we on the show have said, "Man, need to see more of that effort from AD." And that's just not something I ever felt like we said about Powell. I mean, but but I but I totally respect your take on it. I think it, it's a really good call. Let's see what Jack in Michigan thinks, Harry. Uh, Jack in Michigan, what do you got? Thanks for calling the show.
5: Yeah. So. Um... I did like the comparison to Paul Gasol, but like you were saying, with Anthony Davis and his consistency, it's just not there. I don't think the Lakers of all teams can retire somebody's number who's more known for getting hurt than he is anything else. I just think he doesn't have the reputation for L.A. to get his number retired. If it was New Orleans or something, he's doing it there by all means, yeah. But not the Lakers.
1: Thanks for the call, Jack. So we're, we're split. We're split, Harry.
2: So but far, that that, that 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 was my that was my thing is like because when I look at like. The bigs, and I look at a Shack, I look at a Will, I look at a Kareem, I look at Wordy, I look at Mike, and I look at all those guys. Right? I, I just—it's hard for me to fathom that Anthony Davis is in that conversation,
1: especially when you think about the defining moments for guys like Shaq and the defining yes. moments for guys like Kobe, like that we think of for a generation and what it was like to face those. This is a play playing team that is on a run and playing really well right now. Uh, Zion in Virginia. Zion, thanks for calling, Fitz and Harry. Man, what do you got on this one? Oh, we lost Zion. How about, uh, is it Mobile, Mobile in, in Chapel Hill? Hill? <laughs> Mobile? I hope I'm saying this right. Uh, th- thanks for calling the show. Yes, what do you sir? got?
5: Yes, Yeah, thanks for taking the call, as always. Yeah, I went to Carolina, so the original Keaton James was on the Lakers back in 1983. I love LeBron, but AD will be in there if he wins it. He's in it, just like my Yankees. It's tough to get a number
2: retired with the Yankees. He'll earn it if he wins it. Ah man, that's I. Ooh. Who I, I? But 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 check but check this out though. So you know I'm technical. I can get technical at times. LeBron made this statement like, when it's all said and done for AD. So man, what if he doesn't win another championship? LeBron's still saying after it's all said and done, AD gonna be in there. What if he doesn't win another championship? Yeah, uh, that's Anthony Davis gonna be in the rafters.
1: Hell no. I think we all like LeBron is going with the mindset of we're gonna win championships here. I'm sure like that's. That's got to be part of it. It's like, th- again, this for context, this is what started all of this. This is what LeBron said at his press conference afterwards about the dominance of A.D. in last night's game.
3: The Lakers franchise over the years, over the course of their uh, existence, has always had dominant um, big men. And dominant guys that have been a force at the rim. And, um, you know, that's why, that's why their jerseys are in the rafters. Um, and A.D will be up there when he's done playing. And, and uh, you know, the number three will be up in the rafters. And he uh, continues to show uh, why um, he's one of the best players that we have in this league. Uh,
1: so, again, <laughs> that's where we are. This James in Virginia. James, thanks for calling Fitz and Area. What do you got on this one?
0: Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I'm going to be quick. Uh, I'm going to say this one thing. Uh, Harry, first of all, to you, man, you're an athlete, man. You know, nobody thinks about, nobody
5: remembers how many games you missed, man. They they go off how many championships you got. If he wins, and I'm sure LeBron's saying it' assuming they're going to win again. If he wins two championships, man, you got to consider the, the chapter before AD got there, there was Laker Misery. And it's coming from a Heat fan. It's not no bias stuff. Uh, there's Laker Misery. So you got to respect this chapter of Laker's history if they win two championships. And Fitz, one thing, man, I listen to you a lot, man. You're a smart guy. I know that. Derek Fisher, Robert Ord, Ron Harper, they don't compare to AD at all. I don't care if
1: they had 10 championships at the Lakers. They're not AD. I'm not arguing that they are. You're right. None of them are AD. But we can't have it both ways. Is it the championships? Because both of them, like Derek Fisher, won a lot of championships with the Lakers. So, like, it just feels like we're arbitrarily selecting some portions of this soup and not all (laughs) of the portions of the soup. Zion is back, though. I want to get Zion back. Zion and Virginia, what do you think? Zion dropped again. Son of a biscuit, Zion. You know, fool me once, fool me twice. I look. I, I think it is pretty incredible that everybody had that prepaid phone, Zion. <laughs> Got to get some
2: sale, real sales service. No, now. it's
1: it's it's the real Zion, and he's probably in Oregon working on his <laughs> you know near his back or his toe or whatever it is this time. So, uh, all right, we will continue the raging debate. You guys can hit us up triple eight say ESPN 3776 seven two nine three seven seven six. Didn't think the fo- the the calls were going to go this way. Didn't think the show was going to go this way, but. That's what we love about it. In the meantime, one athlete who has a chance to have his number retired by two different franchises. We'll tell you about it.
0: Fitz and Harry, the podcast.
1: It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM, Channel 80. We'll get back to your calls in a little bit because you all are fired up about the most random thing. We did not expect the possibility of Anthony Davis's number even being a retirement jersey discussion blowing up the show, but it has. So we'll continue to get y'all's thoughts on it Triple Eight 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. But we'll get back to that in a few minutes. In the meantime... Right now, the great Teddy Bruschi joining us, ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, Teddy, appreciate it, man. I was watching you this morning on Get Up, and uh, let's just start with the obvious. Like, uh, you got to be nice when Greeny's around. Our producer, Evan, is just an insufferably loud Jets fan. Is there, like, a scenario in your mind where this whole thing blows up and it doesn't turn out to be as good as we all think it's going to be?
5: Oh that's definitely possible. Um, so I guess the question I'd throw back to you is this, um, is it possible that the New York jets don't win the AFC East? And I, I would say yes, due to the fact of Buffalo's there and they could be in the chase for one of the, one of the three wildcards, right? So if they're in that mix, now you're talking, is it Baltimore or Cincinnati who wins the North? Um, How are the Chargers going to be? I mean, is Russell Wilson waking up in Denver? Then they're fighting for a wild-card spot, and it's going to be tight. There are a lot of great teams in the AFC. And so, I mean, if there's one that comes out of nowhere and the Jets are fighting for a playoff spot because the the Bills have the division locked up late in December, it's like one play here and there, and all of a sudden they're out because they've they've lost a couple games maybe early in the season, and, and then, they, you know, it's 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 a catastrophe. So, Jets fans know what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm sure they know what the worst possible scenario is, but, um, I mean, it's still, it, it looks good for them, but it can happen all the way to where they're a great team and they can be a team that's on the outside looking in.
2: Now, Teddy... We do know Randall Cobb is going to be able. To, uh, he's going to be joining the New York Jets, and I want to touch on you know Rogers needing more familiar guys around him. But we actually liked your point that you made this morning about the amount of leaders it feels like you know Rogers needs around it as well. Could you touch on that a little bit for our listeners?
5: Yeah, Harry, I was just talking about how it it, it sure does seem like, I mean, they're they're making it very comfortable for him and bringing every possible. Uh, factor it can be so everything goes smoothly for him. But I'm I'm just thinking in terms of winning championships, the year becomes very uncomfortable multiple times, and that's when Aaron's going to have to lead on him, lean on himself in terms of being a leader in having the the players that haven't played for Green Bay that aren't Lazard that aren't Cobb that that aren't the player. It's not a hack it. They're all familiar and everything like that, but. How is he being during this process to the players that probably right now, it looks like they won't be contributors. But you have to look at those players as if they will be. But it makes it harder if you bring in a Cobb. You bring in, a little, you bring in all of these guys that he's comfortable with. So I think it's getting a little bit too easy for him. I know Cobb is, is a friend of his, and he knows the offense. But you know they do have coaches. They do have coaches coaches that can also coach the system to a lot of younger players, but you bring in a guy that he is now familiar with and it takes away reps from guys that possibly could be looking to help you later in the season. So here's a scenario. I mean, Cobb goes down, Lazard goes down. Oh, yeah, Um, what's your name again? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really have a relationship with you because I didn't think you were going to play, but here you are. So this year, let me say this. This year is a testament on what type of leader Aaron Rodgers can be in terms of the success of the New York Jets.
1: We're talking to Teddy Bruschi, ESPN NFL analyst, so let's stick there for a second because he's going to be at OTAs. That's not the norm. What difference do you think that makes in this process for him?
5: And that's exactly what I'm talking about, about Aaron knowing what he has to do. I mean, these quarterbacks have a level. Okay, They have a level of aptitude, of intelligence that many of these players will never reach. They will never reach, and Aaron knows this, but he has to try to bring them along, and he only can do that by being present. Now, I anticipate some difficulty for Aaron in terms of trying, in terms of the entire, I'd say, Jet offense sort of grasping his level. Um, I think it took four or five games. Okay, I guess the, the big greatest example, fellas, is the Brady example when he went went to Tampa and everybody's trying to join him and everybody's signing. And then becomes a point, everything's great in August, the preseason, don't worry, we'll get it right. Come week four or five is when he had the eruption on the sideline versus the Chicago Bears, I think it was. When he just couldn't take it anymore, when these players, when the players there didn't realize what it took to win. And that's when it affected him to where he didn't know what down it was. Do you guys remember that?
4: Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's
5: just the, the frustration <laughs> that it finally built up to him that they don't get it. And so with that, you have to take that and still coach, uh, you know, cultivate relationships and bring guys along. It's going to be a, an incredible test of Aaron Rodgers' patience this year to get
2: these players and this offense functioning to what he's used to. Teddy, seeing everything that the Jets have acquired and you know, and Aaron Rodgers is a part of that, but what they put around him as well. You look at that defense, it was top five in the National Football League a year ago. What are your expectations for the Jets and also where do they fit into the AFC East?
5: The AFC East, it can be won by the New York Jets. Like I'm saying, I mean, could they could it be a catastrophe based on the the significant competition in the AFC as a whole? Yes but they can also win the AFC East. I, I truly believe that. To what, to, for that to happen, I think the defense has to carry this team in the first month because the offense is going to need four to five weeks to really, maybe six, to really get it going. And I think this defense can do that, is basically carry this team and win football games with those players that they have on that side of the ball, buying Aaron Rodgers the time that he needs to get this offense up to his standards. So if that happens, then the sky's the limit for this team, and you could be talking about you know, winning the AFC, AFC East and in competition for possibly you know, the number one, number two, one of those top three seats.
1: I mean, Teddy, you're burying the lead here. When they're stuck competing for a wild card, and my beloved Raiders shocked the world, and they're in that situation. I mean, the Raiders are going to keep the, the, the Jets out of this whole thing, and I'm going to be insufferable. <laughs> Teddy, that's just to, let me drink. That's just... what
5: I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, Fitz, that's what I'm saying. If you get some of these teams coming out of the woodwork, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, where'd they come, in fr- come from, and they don't win the division, all of a sudden now you're in a very delicate um positional, you know, ranking to where are you the five? Can one one loss make you the seven? And then can can a tiebreaker bump you out of the playoffs? That's there's a lot of teams out there in the AFC that'll be Fighting for the playoffs.
2: Teddy, do not feed Teddy. into Fitz's nonsense. Oh, almost, just threw, nice threw, almost threw up let just now, Teddy. Nice talking May. about the on, I Almost threw man. up in my own mouth. Listen, Teddy,
1: you know what? <laughs> have you ever thought of daily radio, Teddy? Because, you know, I'm I'm just going to have to kick Harry's ass and then we're going to bring you. Uh, Teddy, appreciate <laughs> you, my friend. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us as always. Uh, yeah. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. That's Teddy Bruski, ESPN NFL analyst. I'm just kidding, Harry. I love you, and I couldn't beat you up even if I tried. Uh, we found <laughs> a Lakers expert to give us the one correct final answer on if the Lakers will retire Anthony Davis's number. I said that really courageously, not knowing how this question is going to be answered, so we'll see. Stay tuned for that. Plus, you get to weigh in on it as well. 888- say ESPN, 888- 729-3776. Y'all can help and take over Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. biggest lead of the night 14 points 112 to 98 Here is D'Angelo russell to the rim puts it up and in lakers by two the lakers get what they came for game one
3: and sees home court against the warriors team that has not been good on the road this year we were able to get one in game one but like i said we haven't done anything
1: You know, you spend hours making plans for a show, knowing what you're going to talk about, how you're going to approach it. You discuss all the angles. You have pre-show debates to figure out where everybody stands on things. And then all of a sudden, LeBron says one thing on an audio clip, and the whole plan goes to, you know what? That's what's happened here. LeBron, with strong statements of support for Anthony Davis, which, again, loudly I'm going to say I'm Fitz and Harry. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz on ESPN Radio. What... A.D. did last night was amazing. It was incredible. It was spectacular. Loved all of it. We were just talking about whether or not that was going to be enough to will them towards uh, the victory in this round, and I'll play it for you again. This is what LeBron said last night that immediately had all of our ears perked up because it's not just about the right now. It's about the legacy conversation, not of LeBron, but of A.D.
3: The Lakers franchise over the years, over the course of their uh, existence, has always had Dominant um, big men, and dominant guys that have been a force at the rim, and um, you know that's why that's why their jerseys are in the rafters. Um, and 80 will be up there when he's done playing, and, and uh, you know the number three will be up in the rafters. And it uh, continues to show uh, why um, he's one of the best players that we have in this league.
1: Not doubting he's one of the best players that they have we have in the league. Question is: Has he done enough to get his number in the rafters for a team like the Lakers? You guys are chiming in. Triple Eight, say ESPN 888-729-3776. seven two nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Wayne. Wayne in L.A. What you got for us, Wayne?
0: Yeah, gentlemen. First of all, I want to say that I really enjoy the show and I love this argument because this this brings a lot to fruition here. In order to get your number retired and in the Raptors, one you have to win a championship as a laker and two you have to be a hall of famer that's why ori's number not there because he's not a hall of famer cooper not a hall of famer they're diehard lakers great lakers but they're not hall of famers you have to be a hall of famer and you have to win a championship as a laker in order to get your name your number in the Raptors. You know, we don't just put Pacific Division Championship up there. We put NBA championships up there. They are very specific about what goes into the Raptors. There, that's why you don't see any Clippers
1: there.
2: All right, so we've- <laughs> well,
4: that's, a, it's that's, of a,
2: that's a that's a that's a, that's a logical and a, and a great uh, assessment and a great point that that I come to. What's the caller's name again? Wayne. That we just had on. Wayne. Wayne. That's a that's a great point. And I, I, w- I would think, you know, if you're going to have anybody in the rafters uh, as a Laker great that they would, you know, be in the Hall of Fame. And I, I, I'm here to say uh, over and over again, I think it's harder to get into the Laker Hall of Fame than it is to get, or have your numbers in the rafters than it is to get into the, the regular Hall of Fame. So I didn't, want, of
1: Fame. I didn't want to misspeak on this, but I'm looking here and it looks like according to a quick Google search, James Worthy is a Hall of Famer, won championships. Robert Ory, according to this, is a basketball Hall of Famer. I have to, oh. I have to double check it and confirm it. Whoops! Trying to find it quickly here. I'm, I'm going quickly, as quickly as I can through this to try and get that. So I'll, I'll, I'll look at Vladi Divot, Hall of Famer. So we put, we're putting Vladdy up there. Like, is that what we're doing here? So <laughs> I, I'm not sure that that works 100. Uh, Looking here now, uh, Vladi didn't win a title. Okay, that's the, uh, that's the argument there against that. Uh, Robert Oren, not in the Hall of Fame, so my quick Google search was incorrect. That's why you need two sources. I'm doing this live while we're on radio. Big shot Bob. He's in the
4: Alabama Hall of Fame. He's in the Alabama. Well, I mean that counts for something. <laughs> uh,
1: we will. I, I will look up the Hall of Famers. That might be the uh, that might be the ultimate argument. Twenty six Hall of Famers have played for L. A. Uh, so I'll continue to try and uh, co-mingle these lists at once, if I can, while we're on air. Uh, let me see who we got next on the calls. Uh, we got to get the, the screen up here. Let's go uh, to, with Daryl in San Antonio. Daryl, what do you got for us? Yes, uh,
0: thanks for taking my call. I want to weigh in on the uh, AD and uh, uh, comparison to Parks. So I think that's a good comparison. Both of them is
5: AD, two years. And if, you, if you're a Laker fan, if you remember Parks salt was What's kind of the frustrating player called, he was South. So, so to say, that AD the injury that they, they kind of cancel each other out. So if, if AD win, you know, because Paul wouldn't consist all the time too. Because Col- and you remember in the two thousand eight NBA Finals, how Boston kind of punked him, and Kobe got kind of to get in his face and told, him, you got to be much stronger." So Paul wasn't always consistent too. So I would think, you know, I ain't saying it will make AD wrap your uh, Jury going back, but you might consider if you win another championship. That's my
2: take. Well- well, can I say this though? Because you bring it up to the thousand and eight finals, can we credit who the hell the Lakers were playing against? Also, when you look at that Boston Celtics team, who had a Kendrick Perkins, who had a Kevin Garnett, who had a Paul Pierce, who had a Ray Island, who 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 just had Hall of Famers at the Hall of Famers? We, I'm not gonna discredit the Lakers NBA championship in the bubble, but they played against jimmy butler in the miami heat in which jimmy butler was phenomenal i mean that can like we say that me. can we can we say that about anybody else in the miami heat during that during that time like during that championship that they won
1: i mean that uh, it's tough it's a ring's a ring uh, like a ring is a ring let's get <laughs> well.
2: To I, 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 that's why i say i'm not gonna discredit it but look who the hell the lakers were playing against in 2008 Versus who the hell the Lakers were playing in the bubble championship? But
4: you don't decide who puts it in the rafters. The Lakers organization does, and they're not going to discredit the win in the bubble over Miami.
2: Uh, that's let's. Can we get Roy in real quick? Roy. Man played against Powell, played against Hall of Famer at the Hall of Famer Roy. in an NBA back-to-back NBA Finals.
1: Let me get Roy, the truck driver, in here. Roy, thanks for keeping us safe on the roads. Uh, make sure you're driving safe, number one. But thanks for calling the show, brother. what you got?
5: Man. Can we just be real and just check his numbers? Does he really deserve to be up there after a couple of games he's playing okay? Come on, man. What are we doing, lowering our standards now? To get your name up on that wall with all them great guys. Y'all think Anthony Davis deserves to be up there with them cats? Come on, man. He got to do a whole lot more work than that. I'm sorry. One or two games ain't going to do it.
1: Sorry. See, I, I agree with Roy the truck driver. I also think that there's this element of like, I don't know when I again this is part, partially this is me holding the Lakers to a particularly high standard but like when you sit there and say oh my god I remember this era of Lakers basketball that's what you're talking about when you're talking about some of these greats like you are talking about some of the guys that just absolutely defined the NBA during their time and they defined the NBA as Lakers I I mean AD's AD's really good he's I mean, is he that guy? Is he that dude? <laughs> Are we looking at the playoffs right now saying, oh, my God, the one insurmountable, unmovable force of the rest of the NBA playoffs, the player that matters the most to winning it, the undefeated. You can't get past this guy, Anthony Davis. Are we really saying that? <laughs> I, I'm not. I mean, uh, great game last oh, night, though. Man. Like, It was a great game. Oh, man. Uh, the, the amount great of games. I hope he – oh, pa- man. Pal- if he goes – oh,
2: Paul Gasol going against Hall of Famer at the Hall of Famer, <laughs> and y'all trying to compare what, what AD did in the bubble. Pow. I mean...
4: We'll play against firemen and plumbers? Well, what did J.J. Reddick um,
1: say? I mean, I'm just saying, uh, other than Pow, like, I love that we're picking Pow as the list here. You read the rest of the list of Hall of Famers for the Lakers, tell me A.D. belongs on that list. A, a yeah, true George expert Miking. of the Lakers will weigh in next. Miking we'll get his drill. thoughts. Somebody that knows more than all of us, only if he agrees with us. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, The podcast.